woof, woof, woof. The non-chasers, we're back. Thank God it's Friday. It's a, uh, it's a nice place to be in, in a studio recording with the, with these fine gentlemen. A bit of a FIFO sort of job we roll with here. We uh, For three weeks on, one week off, but we have a full... You've had a stroke, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> a, full, a, full, a full quota, a full knocker of, uh, of boys in the kennel ready to bounce. A full knocker. A full knocker. Is that an official term? Oh, well, it is now. All right. Here on the non-chasers to bring you a little bit of uh, a little bit of fun and juice for your Friday evening on uh, SEN Track and, uh, and Sportsbet. You're excited, aren't you, Gunnar? Yeah. Going with a real high-pitched note in your voice <laughs> there. I'm not sure you could go any higher. <laughs> oh, no. It's a uh, bringing back, um, you know... Thoughts of my uh, 13-year-old days when I sort of squeaked through life. Uh, I'm your host, Paddy Garshagan. Joined, Gunner, to my right right of the radio dial. We've heard your voice already, but how are you, my fine feathered friend? Going well, thank you, mate. How are you? Mate, very well. I I already said I was well, so you're 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 doubling up on questions. You're in a very silly mood today. No, not at all. More unusual. Ken Wado, the great Irish Hawk. From Scotland. <laughs> How are you, mate? Well, nice nice uh, apparel you're rolling in with there. Nice little corduroy sort of burgundy number for those playing at home. <laughs> well, it's, um, it's, the, it's the one day a week that I get to leave the house, so I may as well clean, wear clean clothes. There's, there's something going on with Kenny today. He's, uh, he looks more glowing than usual, I think. He's, 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 he's trimmed the, trimmed the, uh, the top bucket, that's for sure. It's, I got some vitamin D this morning. I actually left the house, so... <laughs> Jeez. Excellent. Well, he's starting to get a little bit of a tan as well, which is a bit uncommon for an Irish man. Uh, Shagger. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. You're looking well. You look like you've I'm found refreshed. some sun somewhere. Yep. I'm refreshed. I've been up in Barwon Bay, uh, just sort of being one with the locals and uh, recharging the batteries, and I'm back ready to go and talk some pooches. Very good. Does that get you excited? Did you get involved with shark padding up there? It was, seems like a lot of people get no, involved it didn't, with that. But that was nearby. We actually were, were about half an hour north of Byron, so right in the uh, in the depths of shark territory. But no, I actually didn't go in the ocean. So stayed on, stayed on. Of course I did, mate. Mm. Up there with the dial. It was beautiful. Uh, and we had fun. Boys, lack of montage this morning. And <laughs> the person who's not happy about it is you, Kenny, because you tipped three out of five last week. Um, and landed a double. So did uh, Shagger, tipping the tipping the, the the farm up. Tipping, can you say that? Tipping up a storm. <laughs> tipping up the farm. Tipping up the farm. <laughs> and um, or are you saying he put the farm up on one of his bets? Put the farm up and tipping on whatever I'm saying. And you've got nothing to show farm? for it. The montage is normally the, the start of the show, the piece de resistance of the non-chasers. And you really hosed him. Oh. You going to answer that, mate? Um, I, I don't really mind because there's, there's more racing tomorrow night. There'll be a montage next week, and um, you're going to you're going to put it like Freebird or something in the background because it's going to be a long, long montage. <laughs> Love it. Might just be a 44 minute segment of uh, Kenny Kenny's uh, hot streak oozes confidence. Does it. the great Irish hope? Well, one thing we did learn though: non chases three quarter multi. Ding ding ding. Give ourselves a pat on the back. The chiseler didn't do much though. <laughs> I'll no. tell you what, thank God that we, because we did it, we, we got the three legs home before we had to worry. So we we're home and hosed and then the chiseler ditched up, dished up one of the crappiest performances I've ever seen <laughs> on a greyhound racing track. Missed the kick and came last and I backed that thing to the hills. So, and you can, ga- you can guarantee that there would have been a montage 
if the chiseler had have got up because <laughs> yeah. this moron had really set himself up to go back through the previous podcast and repeat his own voice. So he's going to tip the chiseler every week. So he can, uh, yeah, he shoulder arms when uh, when yours truly doesn't get up. Bit of a late start today, boys. I apologise. I spent 45 minutes traipsing around the city trying to find a car park in a city that's meant to have people working from home. It's a disgrace. Strange, isn't it? And this little runt in a white little Toyota Corolla stole my two-hour park seconds before I could get there. So I might just have to show him the keys as I walk back out. No. No. no, no. You should have just used your frame and pulled him out <laughs> well, by it. Or I should have. <laughs> pulled him out by his ears. Um, gentlemen, and I can see Shaggy here. This is his favourite segment. He's got a good strike rate. Tip off the top. We go to where... Uh, on the non-chase at 10 o'clock on Friday nights and the Geelong Grays race on Friday nights as you, you see, Gunner, when you roll down there on the uh, Princess Freeway. Yes. Pull the car over and watch the uh, the pups fly. What have you got for us? Tip off the top, Shagadelic. Race 11 at Geelong. Race is at uh, 19 minutes past 10. Going for number seven, Private out of the Jason Thompson kennel. It's had a month off. Should be nice and fresh. Um, look, there's a fair bit of pace in this race, but um, I think Private will get the job done. Price? Round about As the even money. Midday on Friday? Now, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll hopefully still be able to snap up that kind of price uh, just before the jump. So. Uh, after the Hawthorne boys get licked down at Cadinia Park, um, <laughs> that'll be uh, just in good time. As if, if you're past. after an omen bet in that race that's, uh, you know, here at Geelong, there is number two Cherokee Cat. So if the, if the cat so tips one and then, you, then you're saying there's an omen in the same race. <laughs> if, well, this is not an omen show, Shagger. No, yeah, well, on. that's right. I'm just saying for those that like to follow an omen. To that level. Maybe a segment might come of omen bets. Kenny, good at all? You got um, one at Mando for us? Yeah, we're, we're a bit of a late one here. It's uh, at 11.37. We're going to race 10 Mandura, number two, Akachi. Um, he was down in grade last week. Um, he usually boxes well when he finds his grade. Um, he didn't get the run last week, but this week in box one is a dog with no pace whatsoever, so she sh- he should get on the real early. Um, he's $14, so he's a good each way bet. Um, the seven dog tandem at pace is the danger, but it's hard to win a 405 from box seven. Um, $14 is a massive price in this stock. So number two, Akachi, get on each way. I love that. You know, the, um, what's the super contribution ad where the two guys stand next to each other or the two ladies and they compare their super and then like one of them is going to yeah. finish with this and the other one will finish just like industry super funds, the ad. Yeah. Have I painted that? Yeah. It's like these two guys. We've got Shag <laughs> over here who goes to the odds on $2 favorite. That's where his super is going to go. And then we've got Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the $14 pot. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to well, land that. You'd say that... Um, one of them get going down the elevator and the other one's going up it? Yeah, well... <laughs> Which Sha- one do you want to take? Shag is investing in um, in cash instruments, you know, <laughs> lower risk uh, and smaller return, and Kenny's in a growth fund. <laughs> oh, well done. I like it. Boys, a dog that's uh, lit, pun very much intended, lit up the greyhound uh, world in the last couple of nights called It's a Blaze. Let's have a quick listen to what it did at Cranbourne the other night. Racing, It's a Blaze came out quite nicely. Is going up toward the lead there with Jackson's Creek on the inside, but it's It's a Blaze. The odds on favourite does it well by about three or four lengths. 
Into the back straight, going up to second there was Runaway Angel on the inside, then came Weblex Storm. Well back was Bo's Bounty, then Jackson's Creek, Mybo Lucky and Bit of Hay. Off the back straight, must be 20 lengths in front this runner. It's a blaze, about 20 lengths, 25 now to Weblex Storm. And this is an absolute brilliant win. It's a blaze, wins by 20 lengths. Weblex Storm's run second, I almost couldn't say what... Uh, how to describe it was that good then runaway angel from jackson's creek bows bounty oh there you have it it's a blaze what did the commentator say there 25 lengths i think he said 25 20 25 and what was the official official length distance official One margin just over 16 and a half ah. commiserations pretty, to the pretty hard to accurately assess ah. when they're that far out commiseration to the to the punters who took the over 17 length uh margin <laughs> win yep. but that is crazy like that was that was scary Jump from the five. I'll tell you, there's a, good, there's a good thing about the five rug that I can do some special things. And that is a scary win, isn't it, fellas? Have you seen something like that in a Massive. long time? Uh, oh, geez. Struggling to think of a time I've seen a dog uh, win by that far. Doesn't happen uh, often. It's a, yeah, it's a, a rare occasion. A dog wins by uh, that sort of margin. So, yeah, big, big future ahead for that one. Yeah, it's. I've been in Australia just over one year now, and it's definitely the by far the most impressive debut I've seen. And, um, it's a debut. Yeah. Mm. Struth. And uh, word on the street was that he didn't break the record, but word on the street is that he had already broken the record in the trial at this track. What, so now I was watching the trial? Oh, they were watching because this dog Somebody started pretty short. <laughs> he started at forty. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, we didn't get that information before the race, but, you know. So who priced him up out of Utah? Is it Shagger? No. Who was it? I'll Ken. blame Gunner. Oh. Well, he got the price right. It was a dollar forty. So, well, it should have been a dollar one. Uh, what did you think of it? Very impressive. Any time a dog breaks thirty seconds at Cranbourne, although Shagger uh, reliably informs me that's been a bit of a road lately, but breaking thirty seconds in the depths of winter at Cranbourne is um, is a hot run. So, got to stand up and take notice. I like it now. A little bit of a bone to pick with uh, a member of the non-chasers here. Mm-hmm. With sports bet, the beautiful thing is if a punter sees, <clears throat> pardon me, if a punter sees something they like on the Greyhound track or, you know, in other sports for that matter, they can email us in or tweet us in, I've got a mega bet. I want this dog or this horse to be breaking a track record or such and forth and you price up a price and we will do it. We'll, we'll do our very best to do that. Someone saw this race at Cranbourne and um, put in a message to us via email and said what was it Chag it's a blaze to, to break a track record no no, no it, was, it, they, it was requested for the Melbourne Cup market spelled incorrectly don't so let the truth get in the way of a good story <laughs> just, because, just because it was spelled incorrectly it just doesn't meet his criteria and he just puts <laughs> it in the bin straight away and says no Shag what the hell mate well just like accuracy around here so yeah, no, very <laughs> so, much yeah, no to, but, yeah, to be honest had, hadn't hadn't cited the dog um as of that request, hadn't caught up they with the previous it? night's racing how, at that point. So, how did you um, spell it's a blaze wrong? How did they spell it? Uh, oh, I think there was a Maybe Z in there that. somewhere or whatever, but yeah. Um, but anyway, we've got it up in the market now. Oh, so uh, those keen to jump on can what, do so. What's it in the Melbourne Cup? Uh, I think around... Uh, $21. $21, yeah. Yeah, we're two and a half lengths outside of the track record on debut. Um, so, yeah, could could have a pretty good future ahead. So, by November, could be uh, could be a real contender. I like it. Uh, swinging. Big margins. The famous call of Pete O'Neill when Tornado Tears went to WA. Yeah, and could fall over and still win. 
Uh, I think that might have been the final, but it was when he was running down the back straight and he said sparks, sparks are flying and something along those lines. And Tornado Tears ended up winning by 18 lengths in that particular race. It's a, it's a cracking watch just for the optics, but Pete O'Neill's call was a ripper as well. So Very Tornado good. Tears could uh, destroy him on his night. Very good. I like it how you... you... Crowbar the Pete O'Neill reference in there as well. Just, oh, it's, uh, just, just a, it's a terrific race call. It's very <laughs> he's a very, he, he is a very good call. He's he one of the best. What he's doing, boys. We had a little bit of trouble getting a guest this week. I put the balls out to my, my fellow colleagues here, and none of you boys could could, could pull some weight and get anyone. So yours truly had to go out to market, and I can guarantee you, I've got a humdinger. Oh, very good. Matty Clark, trainer of Catch the Thief. Former AFL footballer. No, that's Marty Clark, you spinner. No, it wasn't it wasn't Matthew Clark, big ruckman. Dead Brisbane Br- and Adelaide. Brisbane. Anyway, you've got me all excited now for my time. <laughs> Matty Clark will join us after the break. Oh, very good. Matty Clark, trainer of Catch the Thief. Over there in the crispy cool air of Canton. We'll be back soon. <laughs> Welcome back to the non-chasers here on Sportsman and SEN Track, the new home. The boys have uh, found their way to uh, to the radio airwaves. Boys, I put the call out last night. I got a guest and I've got a proper guest here. You did, you did some work for a month. I did well some done. work for once. The trainer of arguably, I'm going to say, it, the hottest property in the land at the moment. Catch the thief. Matty Clark, welcome to the non-chasers. How are you, mate? Yeah, good morning, boys. Are you in Melbourne or are you in Perth at the moment? No, well, I'm in Melbourne because the borders are closed. So um, I'm well and truly out here at Bryagalong, about 30 k's the other side of Sale, and my dog's a million miles away. But uh, he's he's in his kennel this morning. I've had the call from the kennel, and he's he's primed and ready to go. Yeah, a bit of a drive across the Nullarbor from Bryagalong. Let's talk Catch the Thief. You touched on it there. Is he is he raring to go? Do you think? Do you agree with the uh, the media that he's the hottest property in the land at the moment? No, I, I don't really. Um, look, I'm, I'm well aware the dog's got a huge motor and he's done a great job in Perth. And look, he'd done a great job before he went over to Perth. He won three in a row at Sandown. But the dog's yet to meet, you know, Tommy Shelby's their best dog over there, but I don't think their best over there is as good as our best over here. Cool. And uh, re- reality says to me that he's got to beat... The good dogs, or match it with the good dogs, hooked on Scotch and and Simon Told Helen. But look, I certainly believe he has got what it takes to match it with Simon Told Helen. I know um, one of the experts on the weekend said that there's not a dog in Australia that could go with Simon Told Helen, but I beg to differ. I think this dog can, but it's yet to be seen. Just a nice little clip to our uh, w, WA fans there, there Maddie. There's, Peter um... O'Neill won't like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I've got huge respect for the Western Australian, <laughs> Western Australian people. That, their, their dog, Tommy Shelby, is a fantastic pup. And, you know, look, yeah, I, I very nearly never sent him over there because they told me I wouldn't be able to beat this Tommy Shelby. And and uh, Tommy Shelby is a fantastic dog over there. But, um, you know, he, he's been up for a while. And, and this dog, he's sort of coming back from from being really crook. He got the canine coronavirus uh, back when the launching pad was supposed to be on. And um, I did look him around a little bit. And he's just, he's just hitting his straps now, you know. And, yeah, look, I can't wait till he comes back because we've got a, a nice program planned for him the next few months. And, you know, if it all comes to fruition, he shouldn't meet any of these really good dogs in Victoria until, you know, towards the Melbourne Cup, you know. Always interested in the name and, and where the names come from. Uh, your owner of, of this dog, Louis Cadillo, um, 
former police officer or gets involved no, in, no. in shady, he's shady he's undertakings? Local security person. Local security person. Oh, he goes, there you uh, go. He runs the security business in the town, Roddy Security, and he's a big sponsor of the local club. And look, he spends a lot of money in the sport. And um, you know, it'd be fair to say he hasn't had a, a, a grand of of this calibre. Um, in his lifetime, so um, it's good to see a fellow like him who's prepared to put his hand in his pocket uh, get the just rewards, you know. So uh, we've got a lot of dogs here. We've, got, we've probably got another 10, 12 dogs here coming through the ranks at the moment, and yeah, they're all um, all Louis, and he's, this dog's certainly making it easier to uh, pay for the next crop coming through. Always great when someone um, puts money back into the sport. So just once a, once again for Louis, because he's a good fella and he supports Greyhounds, just give his business a plug once again. It's Roddy Security, R-O-T-T-I, Security. And um, look, he's a, he's a fantastic fella. He works hard. He's on patrols during the night and he doesn't even sleep during the day. He's a bit of a robot, old Louis. He uh, never sleeps. And uh, always on the go. But he does a lot for the local community and I, I can't... Um, pump his tyres up enough. Look, the, the AFL, they cut out the handball competition at the local supermarket and uh, shopping centre and, and Louis took it on board and does it himself every year now to help the local kids out because there's not a lot for him to do. And he's that type of person, you know, he's a real community person and he's got a heart of gold. And if anyone deserves it, Louis deserves deserves this dog. So um, I'm, I'm just wrapped to, to, be, uh, to be part of it. What a champion. Louis's got another dog that you train playlist. Little brother to catch the thief. Yeah, here we uh, go. Here comes the angle. Maddie, every time we have a guest on, Shagger's first question is around the, the unraced or unseen or not yet proven dogs always looking for the angle. Oh, no. Playlist, playlist's been around. It's, uh, it's uh, well accomplished. It's won seven races from its 16 starts uh, with a 29.84 at the Meadows. But... Um, it had a didn't had no racing in May. Resumed this week at Cranbourne with no luck. Um, how, how's playlist travelling at the moment, Matty? Yeah, no. Look, he is going really well. He uh, he got the virus as well, but knocked him round uh, a, a great deal. And he'd had a lingering track leg problem. Um, been knocking himself in the runs prior to spelling him so we we give him a big spell and we um got it all addressed and his trials back have been super and it's just unfortunate the other night that he got taken out by no fault of his own but uh he's in a sand down on sunday and uh at this stage we're going to run him he, he appears okay but i've just been monitoring him after that run he did get stopped in his tracks in the back straight and um yeah all going well he'll run on sunday and um Look, he's, he's uh, believe it or not, two dogs out, he'd probably give Catch the Thief a run for his money because he's a lot stronger. You know, Catch the Thief's got great middle, mid-distance pace and this dog is a lot stronger. So I think you'll see the best of him down the track over five and 600 metres. Slightly off-topic question, do you follow the footy and who's your team? <laughs> well, can I just say I bow for Richmond, and uh, it's been a tough road. I'm 46, and I've uh, got two boys that are in their 20s. And when they were younger, I had to buy the 1980 Grand Final DVD to show that Richmond were a good side and could win premierships. And uh, now uh, they're adults; they uh, they're enjoying the success. Probably the Richmond's going better than ever, you know. So, but uh, I don't know about last night. I, I fell asleep. It was that boring. The game. It's, uh, <laughs> Both teams had their opportunities of winning it and they couldn't, but, you know, you just don't know how good both teams are. You know, if that's as good as the competition's got, it was a fitting result. It was, like a, it was like a tennis score, mate. 3-6-3-6. Three, six, three, six. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice little yeah, crisp well, you're one you just there. waiting for one to just put the other one to the sword, you know, but oh. they just... Uh, 
they couldn't do it. But you just don't know how that three weeks off or that you know the, the time off they've had is has affected them. You know, mm. it must fit. Getting getting a footy side ready in three weeks, you know, I just just can't imagine Hard how they could do it. You know, Brig along is that how you say it, Matty? Where are you from? Bry Agalong. Bry Agalong. So you said, you said about fifty yeah, k's from Sale. What's the uh, how'd you how'd you start the kennel there? What's the what's the backstory behind the setting up camp there? Yeah, well, there was a uh, trainer here before me, uh, Pud Jones, his name was, and he had all Pud. the Bryag dogs, Bryag Sally and Bryag this. And, mate, he was a really good trainer in his day. Is and he a big fella? He was in his, uh, he was a big fella, big Pud, yeah. He's not so big these days. He's health, got health issues. But they, they were downsizing and trying to sell. And a lot of people told me I wouldn't be able to get the place compliant and up to scratch for the modern, what, what they require. But, look, I did. I um, We bought it and we could see a, a vi- we had a vision here and, We've, you know, gradually just replaced things as we've gone. And, oh, look, I wouldn't swap it. You know, I was just talking to Steve Shinners in Perth this morning. I was telling him, look, by the time you race in Melbourne, and if you've got beat or even however you've gone, you're thinking about your your plan when you're coming home in the car. You know, three hours in the car, you get a bit of time to think. But you plan your day and you plan your week and you just dissect what's going on. And, yeah, pretty much the car's in the office, you know. So the driving doesn't worry me. Driving's just a fact of life, you know. So, um it's to be able to do something that you love and be paid for it is uh, just fantastic, and that's exactly what I'm doing at the moment, living the dream. Well said. Um, so, talking about plans, what is the next step for Catch the Thief? Um, I see the Brisbane Cups coming up. So, is that a possibility? Uh, look, no. He, he's going to go to uh, Sydney. There's a, a, a classic race up there. I think it's called the Peter Mosman from memory, um, but it's in about three or four weeks' time. Um, we'll go up and trial him in between. And then that pretty much rolls into the maturity, all going well. And um, I think Simon told Helen he's not eligible for the race in Sydney. He's too old. But we'll definitely meet him in the maturity. So um, I'm just trying to give the dog a good apprenticeship. You know, I don't want him to be meeting the best of the best at the moment because while he might be as fast as them, you know, he's, his mind, he's not mature enough yet to uh, take on the, the elite in my eyes. And I just like to see dogs, you know, go through their grades and, and um, and learn their craft against their own age group, and, and that's what we've got planned. There's a, a lot of races. I was only looking last night for the rest of the year. There's a lot of classic age races that um, he qualifies for. Um, so I'll probably just keep him to that restricted class until, or hopefully, the Melbourne Cup. I know that you know, there's a bit of hysteria at the moment. He's pre-post favourite for the Melbourne Cup, but I'm a realist. That's six months away, and that's the furthest thing from our mind at the moment. We just to be honest, I just want to get tomorrow night's race over and done with and get him home Monday. Uh, the wife's been uh, missing him immensely and and uh, she's more excited about picking him up Monday than what the actual race is on Saturday <laughs> night, I think. So. And you did mention earlier um, you've got about 10 or 12 other dogs that Louis owns. Uh, how, how far off the track are they in terms of making their race debuts? Yeah, well, we've just got some uh, blazing bombers uh, in the kennel and you wouldn't believe it. Whatever, I bred the litter and uh, whatever Louis chooses is normally the best in the litter just by chance. And uh, he's got a couple of smart blazing bomber pups. I've just started pre-training there, about six or eight weeks off maybe. Um, and then uh, we've got some cosmic rumbles down the back that um, he had a really good dog a, a while ago called... Uh, Grande Fatello, who, who uh, ran 34-20 at Sandown and unfortunately broke his hocks. So um, he's got the next sort of them coming through. Just look like being okay too. So, yeah, he certainly um, he buys well and um, he's just taken to the breeding ranks. He's bred a litter of pups himself as well. So, 
yeah, he's sort of set up nicely to um, have a good two years, three years ahead of him. He's always got something coming on, Louis. So yeah. um, we've got pups at all ages and that's the way we wanted it. You know, you so see, you've always got something coming through. I need Louis to choose some pups for us, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me, you do, because uh, whatever he, he goes to choose or um, there's been a couple that he, he wanted to buy of ours but we didn't want to sell, but they're the ones that I want to keep because if he liked them, they must be all right. <laughs> so, yeah, all good. Matty, it sounds like there are a couple of great eastern finches uh, in the background there about to uh, nibble your ear off. So before we let you go... We we play a little game with our guests. It's called Know Your Tracks or Know Your Traps, whichever whichever way we like to say it. I'm going to say three trap distances from a certain racetrack and you have to tell me where it is. I'm going to see if you can right. get all three. Question number one, 400 metres, 460 metres and 680 metres. Andy Warrigal. Oh, very knows, sharp. He knows his eastern side of Victoria very well. How about this one? 425, 560. Bendigo. Oh, he's very, very good. good, very good. Yeah, here's, the, here's the curveball to go three out of three. I think he's got you, Paddy. 297, 509, and 588 metres. 297, 509. Would that be Northam? It is. Oh, oh man. He's, just, very sharp. he's come out and just whacked us over Is mid that on. Come, I got it. You got it. Three out of three. Yeah. Clean sweep. He knows his stuff and he knows his greyhounds immensely. I think Catch the Faith. Is in very, very, very safe hands, and what you say is uh, really interesting and very deserving, to be honest, from from our point of view. That the dog is right up there in the Melbourne Cup market, mate. So, Maddie, really appreciate your time, and we'll uh, we'll get your address, and we'll get your all. We get the sports bet cap out to uh, to all our guests on the non chases. So, I'm not driving that one out. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Thanks for joining us, Maddie. Uh, before you go, lovely boys. Before you go, Thanks Maddie. Before you go, Maddie, give your yes. uh, give your business a plug for anyone that wants to wants to find you and get in, get involved in uh, dog ownership. Yeah, look, we're always syndicating dogs and then looking to getting people involved, and I'm happy to talk to people and get new people in. So uh, you wouldn't believe it. Well, while we're quickly on that, the uh, I just bought a dog from Perth from Steve actually. Um, her name is Danny Trills. And uh, the boys, uh, the city track manager boys, Marty Sinan and uh, Jason Kerr and Liam O'Keefe, they've all got on board and bought a quarter share. Um, so it's all their first dog. So um, it's it's good. I, I enjoy getting new people into the sport because the sport's bigger than me and I just love seeing new people get in and, and uh, have a great experience. So, look, um, I'm on Facebook, but um, my email address is m underscore Clark one at bigpond.com. And, um, yeah, I'm happy to talk to people and, um, and put them in the right direction. Great Love stuff, it, mate. Uh, old Shag over here has already got the checkbook out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good as gold. Cheers, Matty, mate. We appreciate your time. Cheers for that. Good Bye. on you, Matty. Cheers, mate. Look at that, boys. Matty Clark. Just that. Uh... Catch the Thief is in very, very, very good hands. Excellent guest by you, Paddy. Yeah, That's some very my, sharp work. Pull my weight with the guest. Yeah, uh, we'll be back. More non-chases after this. Bit of race analysis and some favourite segments as we head into the back straight. <coughs> Welcome back to the non-chases. Non SEN track and sports bet greyhound racing podcast. It's just a nice feel about this one, isn't there, Gunner? Yeah, always a good feel on a Friday. It's a good feel. Friday. TGIF sort of sort of stuff. Matty Clark. Go. How good was Matty? Loved him. Great get by you. Oh, you know, as per, mate. Nothing unusual with a good get by myself. But it's that time of the show. Race analysis. The hard-hitting, straight-down-the-line shagger v. Kenny. 
head-to-head sort of nail race analysis sort of stuff. Gunner tunes out for 10 minutes <laughs> and has a little nap and lets the boys do their, their great work. Yeah, let's them uh, play the fiddle, Shagger. <laughs> You're going to go to the Meadows as per. It's a bit of a happy hunting ground for you. You find them well. The first one you tell me you want to look at is race six tomorrow night at the Meadows. The uh, 600 metre home of 10 group ones at 8.10 uh, in the evening. The favourite is number three, run by night, trained by Jeffy Britton. Uh, $2.30. Your second fave, you will find number two, Father Fevos. Who do you like in this one? Uh, I like Run By Night, oh. the fave. Did, did, did your job for you. <laughs> so, yeah, look, uh, this dog has been doing super run home times over the 500s, uh, and this is his first crack at the 600. I think the, the extra distance will suit him uh, perfectly. Um, he, he's not the best away, um, but the dog to his inside, Father Fevos, does get away pretty well. I think it'll clear out, um, give a little bit of room for Run By Night to um, gather his feet early. And, yeah, look, the way he's coming home in the 500s, I think I think he can uh, get over the top of these, fair, uh, I must say, a fairly well-established group of 600-metre dogs. Um, he's, you know, certainly fairly tough ask being first up against this lot, ultimate bling, submission, uh, Midnight Mystery, some other good dogs in there. So uh, yeah, I think I think he's the one to beat there. So um, yeah, run by night. Run by night, just wins. You get the feeling. What, what else you got? What, uh, what church does Father Fevos uh, <laughs> hold a post at? Oh, I yeah, don't know. Been, been a little while since. Just I've your been local to church, St Mary's, so. or <laughs> he would have he would have frequented church up in Shep on a Saturday morning before the days uh, racing. I've had a few uh, <laughs> drag by the ear uh, moments <laughs> to to get to the church as a child, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, been okay. a little while since. I've been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else you got for it? Well, come on, who, who enjoyed going to church <laughs> yeah. as a kid? Let's be honest. Yep. You just you sat in the uh, you sat in the pews with your uh, sports bet app up, mate. Just oh, to, I, I just was an altar boy. You were, you were breaking one of the sins. Weren't you? <laughs> just put it, just put a ticket in the bowl <laughs> when it came around. That's my of... each way special that I'm donating for the week. <laughs> Whilst in the uh, house of the father. Um, <laughs> What else have you got for us at the Meadows? Would uh, you take deductions out of the plate if you put the ticket in early? <laughs> uh, in, in race, uh, what's this one? Race 10, uh, like Galway Grange gets the job done there. Oh, yeah. So, uh, can can step okay, um, but yeah, I just I just like the draw and think that it's got the overall time to win that race. Um, the the dog to its inside, Tarmat does show pretty good early pace, so probably expect it to be up there near the lead, if not maybe the four Sterling Lights, who was a pretty good run last start at Sale, um, but yeah, I think that uh, Galway Grange is the one to. To be on there, race ten, at number two. One for one for Kenny's homeland. That uh, one. Galway Grange. I can't Galway. imagine Grange from Galway <laughs> tastes too good. Would you? No. Not known for their wine producing. It tastes like a bit of two-stroke engine oil. Remember that yep. stuff that Paddy bought in that time? That drink. <laughs> that was literally crimson. It was the colour of his shirt. Yep. Remember when like, he? What, I can't even remember what he said, but in, it looked in, like it was just 
poison. Yeah, he knocked it over one day and it burned a hole in the desk. <laughs> it was acidic. <laughs> Paddy drinking hydrochloric acid in the shear. Yeah, I think it was a drink called Buckfast. Um, Buckfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, an, or, it's English, but it's um, very popular in Ireland as well. It's a black wine. Um, it wasn't black, it was, it was off. Oh, it's a Zoller drink then. <laughs> Motor oil. What about when you came in with some water in a cider bottle? <laughs> A cider bottle. Anyway, move on. Come no, on. We hijacked, we've hijacked came, the boys' segment came, by being you silly. You we're drinking water out of a cider bottle whilst we're doing a podcast. Me? Or a beer bottle. Yes. Or was oh. that Rhino? No, it's probably Kenny. It was well, they're, Kenny. they're both from Ireland. Yeah, they're, 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 they're weird. Um, you, you I gotta, don't know. Well, Shag is about to <laughs> garrot me around the neck. What do you got for us, Shags? Oh, no, I was just going to also mention, just as far as a really cracking race, race eight at the Meadows, um, a, a tough one to find the winner of, to be honest. Um, the Jagger will. I'll, I'll be staying out, actually. Um, oh, look, yeah. if I had to pick one, I'd go Lucy's Milo uh, box two, just because of the draw. But um, there are really, there's a lot of good dogs there. Punga Pegasus in, in the four, Good Odds Harada five, Squiggle Keeping in the six, Yozo Bale the seven. Um, look, the others are very good dogs as well, but th- those are the probably the top-notch ones from that race. Um, but, yeah, it'll be on for young and old. Wouldn't necessarily suggest having a having a punt on um, anything unless you're getting some sort of value. I, I, look, if you, if you were to get somewhere around the five or six bucks on um, Lucy's Myeloma, Punga Pegasus, Squiggle Keeping, Good Odds Arata, that, that could be uh, where, where you'd go. But, um, it's yeah, it's a really good race. Good, good Odds Arata's overs, the wins. So it's, a, bucks. It, it's a new segment on the non-chasers races to stay out of. <laughs> <laughs> no, just for the greyhound lovers. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to suggest to just go throw money at anything. So um, his hand up saying, I just wanted to for the greyhound lovers in the world that wanted to watch a really hard-fought contested race. <laughs> that all, one is a ripper. He's had a horse to race and said, I'm not betting, but just watch it. That's <laughs> not how it works. Um, that is very funny. Million and, dollar chase uh, in a good odds and I'm like, well, I'm a, a spoiler alert, good odds Serato is my best of the week. <laughs> so, in a hot race. In a race to stay out of. I'll be showing you the money with good odds Serato. We see what a five right can do. But maybe the dogs will take Shagger's advice and stay out of it as well. The boxes are all open and they'll just get out a cup of tea each. Oh, very funny. Kenny. Um, yeah, so we're going Go to have to a few west. reasons to uh, invest in the West. Oh, um, I like it. it rhymes. Ooh, invest in the West. Oh, that, that could be a segment. That's a good one. Um, we're going to start off with the highlight of the night race for the Winter Cup. Um, got a real obvious favourite here in Catch the Thief. He's $1.55. Seems about the right price. Um, I don't like investing in the shorties. I mean, he does look like a bit of a moral, but we're going to look for the each way play here. And I'm going to go for Box 8 Joker Poker. He's currently at 50. You will get about $12 nearly off. Um, reason being is last week, Sir Monty, who's now in Box 1, ran from Box 2. He veered out widely wide. And then you have Tommy Shelby in 2 and 3. So there's a small chance he might wipe those two out. Um, the 4 is slow away. 5 and 6 and 7 all move in. So there's going to be a big clear run for Joker Poker in 8. Um, he looks like a massive each way play to me. Um, so, yeah, get on you, him. You like Joker Poker. I remember when we were in isolation and we were doing our daily tip, you tipped it at eight. Yeah, yeah. This, dog is, this dog's been massively underrated for a long time. Like, I, I remember backing him one night and he won at like $26 in a small field and he absolutely pissed him by lamps. Um, <laughs> That's an official term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
by he's, 25 lengths, according she, to the call. Yeah, she's just massively underrated. I don't know why. Like, she opened up $26 for this market, which was insane. We're going to head to race five then. Um, I'm going to go for block box free, black signature. Um, he ran all the way toe to toe with Tommy Shelby last week down the back straight. He was actually catching it at one stage and then got checked off the last bend. He's well done in grade here. Um, I think he's currently like 350. He'll go off second five because there's a flat or there's, there's really a per early pace in box one. But um, yeah, he's worth a bet at 350. Um, and then it's going to shut it a few hours. Risk six, here's tears. Going to be an odds on pokes with one for the multis. Risk seven, red Capinelli. Another odds on shot, one for the multis. Um, Risk eight, we're going for Dinah Oscar. Um, that's recently been hitting the crossbar, placed in his last few races. Down in grade here, so should be going for the win. Looks pretty much guaranteed for a place as well. And race 10, <laughs> number four, Goblin Minnelli. He's got the full, full Hang whack. on, race six, sorry, Hurricane Tears or Here's yeah. Tears? Sorry, Here's Tears Brawler, here, Hurricane Tears. Just, uh, just in case <laughs> in case the punters were confused. Yeah. Apologies. Okay. Well, he's pretty good. Three out of five and a double last week, or two weeks ago. We he's had on a, fire, the camera. Yeah, we had a hiatus last week mm -hmm. because I was away. I couldn't run without me. <laughs> <laughs> We're aiming higher this week. Um, like I said last time, get the multis on. Bet small, win big. Oh, I like it. Industry super funds. I like it. That's right. good. Growth uh, investment. Quick break. Quick break back with the home stretch. We'll chase the lure to the catching pen after this. <laughs> Welcome back to Les Non Chasseurs for the final. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. Wee oui, wee. Oui. For the final little breath of the show. Favourite part, segment time. Show me the money, dog food, non-chasers, three-quarter multi, all comes in a little bundle at the end. For the punters who stay up late, they're rewarded with some prizes. Being those segments. Right, I get on with it. <laughs> dog food. Ah, oh, chum is so chumpy, you get carved. Brought to you by chum dog food. So good, it's so tasty. As always, like the little stinger. We know how this works. It's either the name of a dog or it's the name of a related theme. The theme this week being Big Brother. Back, oh, oh, back on the excellent. airwaves after a little hiatus. We went on a hiatus last week. We're back on the airwaves. Yep. Uh, Big Brother, great show. You, please tell me you know what Big Brother is, Kenny. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a worldwide franchise. Yeah, I know it's a worldwide <laughs> show, but he doesn't know what cricket is, so I just can't assume everything. Shagger probably watches it. So nothing, <laughs> I just nothing, like cricket, it's shit as well. So yep, Nothing puts uh, more faith in my... Uh, Evaluation of society than Big Brother returning. Oh, it's a, it is a good show. I like it. Let's get... Uh, well, test the, buzzers, test the buzzers. Test the Gunner. Yep. Joker Poker. Oh, yep. Big Brother. Oh, wow. Very good. That's going to be one of the answers. Why do we know if it's... <laughs> well, the music begins... Big Brother Dog. As the music begins, I hope that uh, Shagger's buzzer is ready. Question one. Big Brother. Gunner. Joker Poker. <laughs> he's missed... He's on buzzer and he's missed it. What is it, Gunner? As uh, the the theme. No. <laughs> 1997 raced around in Victoria. 1997. That's how deep I go into my depth. You're wrong. How deep you go into your depth. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Negative one to you. You go backwards. And this is big. Big opportunity for Shag here. Question two. The diary room. Gunner. Big brother. Theme. Correct. Yes. Back to zero. All square. Three questions to go. Question of three. Survivor. Gunner. Big brother. I think that was Shagger. Oh, BS. Um, we'll go dog. Correct. 
Shagger goes back to Survivor. A lot of people criticising me, brother, this year, saying it's a bit too much like Survivor for uh, for their liking, too strategic. Hence, it got into the uh, the game. Neither show, uh, both shows are real poxy, by the way. <laughs> you are just the grumpiest old man <laughs> ever. <laughs> I watch good shows. <sighs> Spare me. Question four: Shagger in the lead. Kruger. Gunner. Gunner. Dog. Correct. Yes. Sonia Kruger. You know she's fifty. Is she? Yeah. Doing pretty well for Doing very well. Oh, Probably Son had a bit of help though. Oh, Sonia. Doing very well. One all as we head to the last question of dog food. Do you want to check Kenny's buzzer? <laughs> Kenny isn't working, you're on zero. But he's still within striking distance. He nice. is. Question five, hidden cameras. Good brother. <laughs> that was Shagger. Oh, that's BS as well. Did you, did you say hidden cameras? Oh, don't try and stall it. <laughs> don't stall, Hidden Shagger. cameras, plural. Big brother. He's got it. Shagger wins dog food. Excellent work. Stuff you, Gunner. Get in the sea. Well done. You're a winner, Shagger. Uh, show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money talks. It does. And just a, just a quick one. Now, for our listeners out there who listen to SEN, you may have heard that stinger elsewhere. They have yoinked our stinger and used it on Saturday trackside for when we tip a winner. Really? I heard it, the, I heard it last weekend and I went, hang on, that's non-chasers OG. And you've brought it, brought it out on, uh, on the real stuff. So... I'll be uh, having a word to him uh, Yeah, tomorrow. get our legal eagles on that. I'll be having a word to him tomorrow when uh, when I'm in there. Um, what's our best, boys? I've already said mine. Um, I'm going for good odds, Harada, in that hot race. But you should stay out of it. I'm staying out of it, but I'm, di <laughs> I'm, di I'm diving deep into the depth of that race and I'll be getting on my favourite five row good odds, Harada, at the five-buck mark. Race 10, Wenty Park for me. Box 8, El Rapido. Yeah, nice. Don't mind it. Ken Wada, go to Ashmore. Riz Ford Cannington, we're going to stand by Joker Poker. Like it. There's some juice here. And what's Shagger got for us? And I'm sticking with Race 6 Meadows, number three, run by night. Like it. Like it a lot. All Should right. we be betting into that race or, or staying out of that one? Oh, that's a. I, I'm <laughs> highly recommending this dog. Very good. <laughs> um, three quarter multi. Love this. Got it last week. It's a real just candle of light. On a Saturday night for uh, for punters far and wide. My selection, good odds Harada to place, $1.80. El Rapido to, to place. Where's El Rapido? Uh, Wenty Park, race 10, number eight. That is a two dividend race. But Wen Wenty Park, race 10. Number eight. Number dollar, eight. $1.30 to run top two. Okay. No, absolutely no doubts that that's running top two. Kenwado? Um, I'm going to stick with Joker Poker, who's 235 to place. Oh, which race? Risk for Cannington. Oh, this is going to be uh, this is going to be juicy. Uh, and Shagadelic. And I'll go race nine at the Meadows. Yep. Number one, I'm Easy Boys to place. The Meadows race nine. Number one, I'm Easy Boys. What price? Dollar thirty-five at present. Correct. Well, that pays seven dollars forty-two. What can you do for us, Gunner? How about uh, how for about three out of four? Realistically, like that's like what two fifty. I mean, we can go, we can <laughs> we can go five five dollars for three legs. I complain about the price leads every week. Like, that's ridiculous. Five. <laughs> that's actually ridiculous. So it's five bucks. The little special. Yep. Three, three legs, legs need to get up. Bear in mind, El Rapido. There's no third dividend, so it has to run top two. Yes. I like it. 
Looks juicy for me. Max bet, 50 bucks. I'd nearly pack in my job and just open a sports bet account. <laughs> crikey. <laughs> crikey, crikey, crikey. That's it, boys. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Any final final thoughts? If you any, any more races that you sort of like, Shagger, that uh, you um, you know, you don't want to tip him, but are <laughs> happy to uh, to talk about? No? No, that's all. Good. Thank you, Linesman. Thank you, Ball Boys. If you are having a punt this weekend, make sure you do so responsibly and within your means. And if you're not enjoying, enjoying it, then stop. Like it. Well said. And listen to all the other sports bet podcasts as well and all that sort of jazz. Ho, row, gamble responsibly, and au revoir. Bye. See you, boys. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye.